Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Friendly Fire podcast. As always, I'm Carl Smith, and joining me today is my business partner and good friend, Ben Jordan. Say hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. And we are here today to figure out things that we did wrong this week and could do better. <laughs> I'd immediately like to ask for a do-over. What, what are we doing, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Ben, people probably that are familiar with engine and the engine verse don't really know much about you and they know about the jellyfish model and they know about engine works and they've seen us flail with several websites over the past year and a half. But you know what, what might be a good thing to do on this first podcast is just kind of tell the story about who you are and how we came to meet each other and then talk about what it is for me and for you when you're coming into a new relationship as business partners and uh, just trying to make everything work. What do you think? Yeah, I love that. So I've been working in the world of kind of client services and design for years and years now. Uh, I think 15 years is the number that I'm comfortable saying and have bounced around in agencies and done some done some time in product and just recently was VP of customer experience at Envision, which was really fun. Lots of great challenges there and growing a product, especially when your your base user is a designer. There was a lot of it's amazing the feedback we got from them. Like people would just fully de design out a feature and go, Hey, could you do this? It's like, wow, what do you do full time? That's a lot of time to dedicate to that. But we so I feel like we met before, but when we officially met, you were doing Bureau of Digital. We we had sponsored, we being Envision, we had sponsored Digital PM Summit in Austin. We had done that initially. And so, and I didn't actually go to that because I was speaking at another thing. And so next year rolls around, we hear like, hey, you guys were at Digital PM Summit. Owner Summit is coming up in Austin. We get on a Skype call to talk sponsorship. And I feel like there was, there was a little bit of magic, just a little <laughs> bit of magic. <laughs> well, you didn't. I mean, you knew of Engineworks because you were friends with some people that worked there. And I don't think you knew that I was part of Engineworks because it was Smith at Bureau of Digital.com. That was yes. the email we were dealing with. And then we started realizing, oh, wait, we happen to both know the same person, Jesse, who lives there in Dallas. And yeah, it was a little bit of a, a love connection because you had heard some of the internal stories at Engine where, you know, things were starting to get a little shaky, but I was doing my best to be the, the good boss, the, the person and boss is such a horrible term. I, I guess the person who was just making sure everybody was okay as we slid down this hill. Yeah. And, uh, and it's funny cause even as I say boss is a bad thing, I know you probably don't think it is. And so this is, what's going to be so much fun about this podcast is I, I hear myself <laughs> talking going, Oh wait, but yeah. So we started, we started realizing that we had connections and we started trying to put together this package for sponsorships and all this kind of stuff. And then fast forward to Owner Summit. And the day before the summit, you're supposed to come in. You're driving from Dallas to Austin. And you don't show up. I, I no-show you. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, that's to me, in my experience, that's the best way to you know, court someone is to stand them up on the first date. is just to not show up. Um, it was funny, yeah, because it, it showed me a lot about who you were. I was exiting Envision, had decided that I wanted to spend less time on the road, more time around the family. It was the end of the year. felt just like a natural transition point. But as with leaving any job, there are a few things like, hey, 
let us manage this communi- communication over these few things. You know, it's just it's just normal types of things of when responsibility is shifting. But literally, like my last week was the week of owner summit, and so the conversation was let us handle that communication. And it just, yeah, you were like, I remember using the phrase, you're like, I felt like a crazy girlfriend. <laughs> like, well, I did. I mean, you, you weren't there. And, and so when you weren't there that night, I was like, ah, well, maybe he's driving up in the morning. But then that morning I go and I make sure the table's set up and all this kind of stuff. Because it was a platinum sponsorship, right? I mean, it was a fair amount of money. And uh, and then you weren't there. And then I like, the email went and returned, the text, the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And finally I did. I was like, he's on the side of the road dead. Like somehow he ended up in a ditch. Something horrible's happened. And finally you replied and said, you know, give me a call at this number. Yeah. So we chat. I give you a little bit of the rundown of what I can. And you're like, man, we got to talk. I want to know what happened. What are you doing? What's next? Let's talk about it. Yeah. I tried to get you to show up for the MailChimp party and you were like, oh, I want to be there, but I probably shouldn't. And, you know, because you were, you were being the good guy. You were keeping, you know, your commitments to Envision and doing all that sort of stuff. I choose business ethics. Yeah. I mean – good quote right from a good movie but it was hard it's it's always that i want to be there especially i love austin it's right down the road lots of friends were there but yeah so we make the decision and we say let's catch up next week um i had decided i was just going to run out and do my own thing i'd had a company before had a couple companies couple things bounced around and and really for a long time and that's what is so funny about so great funny about our relationship is I had like my side of this is how I think I want to run a company. And these are the things that guys I've worked with and worked for have done really well. And the things that I, I think would be better if it was handled another way. So I was ready to put that into play. And you kind of brought me in, like you said, I already knew a little bit of it from Jesse, um, who's awesome. And she, you know, she was just trying to be good and saying there's some struggles there. And I, I don't know. I just, I think it's a great place and you know, it's a great brand. I knew about it. I've known about it for a while. It was one of the companies that I've always respected. And yeah, so we just talked and I think it was something like real quickly. You were like, Hey, so what are you doing? I'm, I'm running my own thing. Like, what if you came and ran engine? You just, just, what if you came and ran engine? I was like, well, I don't know. What would that look like? And that began the conversation, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember it was probably a week after owner summit and I hadn't heard anything from you. And I honestly was just curious how you were doing. And I I reached out and we started chatting and then you said you were going to start your own service shop and, and, you know, you had all these ideas and stuff. And yeah, I was like, oh, you know, I I love engine works. It's been 12 years of my life. I'm part of the bureau now. I've got other things that I'm doing and I am not the best person to run the company. And the thing is, I never wanted to run a company. I wanted a company that would run itself and jellyfish and blah, blah, blah. Um, so when we started talking, it was evident you had experience, you had connections, you had all those things and you were just a good dude. I was like, well, this is just silly. I mean, what if you take an established brand and what does that do for you? And I'll tell you what it does for me. I mean, it, it gives me a comfort level that everything's going to be okay. But Jesse, it was so amazing. She, she pinpointed one thing, which was, you know, Carl has trouble letting go. And, and it, it, it punched me in the gut. I remember when you, when you said that, you know, this is one of the things she said, and I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I have trouble letting go when somebody else doesn't pick it up. And so that it's funny, but I, I think that's one of the, the first do overs I have to ask for is what happened, you know, roughly a week ago. Cause it, as we're recording this, this is your fifth week, fifth week, fifth week. Yeah. And so we had just, you know, we're, we're working on the website 
And I, I think it happens whenever you're in a new relationship. You make commitments because you want to keep everybody happy, right? I yep. know I was like saying that I'll write this and I'll write that. And then I would spend all this time writing it and I would sweat over it. And I didn't want you to think that I sucked. And I was just trying to get the content to this place. And you had ideas around design. And, um, and we were just trying, you know, we'll, we'll get the website out in a week and we'll this and we'll that. And, you know, it wasn't reasonable because at the same time, we're trying to get work in the door. Yeah. So the things that you think of as being, well, you know, yeah, well, we'll just get business. We'll just show up. No, that. Why the hell are we so focused on a website when work's <laughs> trying to come in the door? Well, you need the website to get the work. But the work's here, right? So, yeah. so we do all those things, and um, and I had had a, a really bad weekend, and I was coming back from just a lot of miscommunication in my life. Uh, there was just, and, and I was the root of almost all of it. And we come in, and it's a Monday meeting, and you're running a few minutes late. And I was just like, oh, just start the meeting. And it wasn't even my meeting, right? <laughs> it was like I was a guest. <laughs> yeah. I was a guest invited to, to listen in. And then you show up, and it, it had to feel just shitty, right? And here's Carl not letting go. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I think we I think we did. I think that the way we kind of waded into the waters was really good. Um, and naturally, we were like, well, let's just talk to people that know both of us like separately. And so we talked to a lot of people. Jesse was one of them, just other people in the industry and said, Hey, what do you know of Carl? What do you know of Ben? You'd ask, I'd ask. And we all got, I think we got good feedback and there was comfort and there was that early bromance. And, and I like, we had, we had a few moments. I mean, so I came out there for a week and we just went through everything and we both kind of shared what our fears were. And that was that Monday morning was my greatest fear coming true. And it was, <laughs> you know, the decision was, do I run my own thing or do I run something else? But I don't want to, I don't want to boss anymore. I, I want autonomy to run a company. And the, this production meeting that we have weekly, we had said, yeah, we were going to, you know, transition that to me. That way you didn't just abandon the team, but it was like, okay, Ben's the new guy. And yeah, it was, it just felt, it felt real bad. Um, but it was funny cause I also completely understood it. Like it was, I understood where you're coming from and especially after it, you know, hindsight, hearing the other, the fuel that was added to that fire of just feeling horrible communication breaks downs, all sorts of things. It made sense. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that's kind of what happens in a partnership, right? Is it, it's not, it's not this, are we never going to, you know, rain on each other's parades or we piss each other off. It's how are we going to handle it? when it does happen, because it will happen. I mean, in marriage and everything, and it's, it's a work marriage, right? So it was a, it was a telling day for us. I think it was a, a benchmark day in our relationship to see how our future was going to be. It turned out well, but I, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and get that out there. I, I think it turned out really well. And I, I think the turning point was when you asked me a specific question and the question was, why are you being a dick? <laughs> and I was just like, Oh wow. Yes. I'm being <laughs> I am being a penis. Um and it was perfect because you know, I have never had a business partner that would just cut to the chase. <laughs> and it was a slap in the face that I needed and it allowed me for a quick, you know, introspection and to just go, "Oh, because I'm frustrated because it feels like we're not keeping our commitments to each other and it may just be a 3-minute you know, over when the meeting's supposed to start, but it was the breaking of the camel's back. First of all, I, w I wasn't good to the team either. Um, yeah, it was just, I was just not a good 
person for the company that day. And when we started talking and I realized like how wrong I was and, and how far off I was and that we were talking about it, I think that was actually the turning point in my overall mood, you know, about life and everything. It, it was the beginning of, oh, wow, you know, you can talk to people and things will happen because, and I explained this to you, you know, EngineWorks is very much, I mean, it, it, it is my 12 year old baby. It is something that I have sacrificed for and I've done all those things. And it, it really felt like Engine was kind of this old girlfriend now. And I cared about her. Uh, I was, you know, letting her stay in the house, even though we weren't seeing each other anymore. And then I met this nice guy, Ben, and I thought, hey, maybe he would like to date my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> what I didn't realize was, man, I'm going to be jealous. It's, <laughs> you know, they're in that room with the door shut giggling. And I just want to know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I thought she only laughed like that for me. I know, right? Yeah, it, it was good, though. And I think, I mean, to give you credit, you've done really well with letting go um, in general. You let go quickly. And that was, we've had two or three moments that I feel like will forever be ingrained in my mind. And, you know, it's it was that one morning where, I so let me back up a little bit. So I'm I'm definitely a recovering like, people pleaser. My whole life was, man, I wonder, you know, I've got to do this to make sure. And, and it comes out in my weakness. It comes out in like, like with the internal project thing. If it's like, yes, I really want to impress Carl with this. This is the first time he's really seeing my design and development work. And, and, and I'm doing a new website for a brand that's 12 years old. And I want to make sure that I'm respecting that. So there was a lot of like, I think we had added our own pressure to the scenario. But even before that, I loved when we were, I was out there in Florida, we were kind of talking through things. I had some projects, you had some projects, we had some projects and it was finally to the point where I just felt like, okay, it's time to cut through this and ask the hard question. And years ago, years and years and years ago, um, I started down a path, but we, we ended up losing our second son. He was stillborn, and there were so many decisions during that time that you couldn't pussyfoot around. You couldn't, you know, just kind of smile and, and nod. Like there were hard topics that needed to be discussed. And I realized after that, how much better that process was for us when it was just, when we were just, when you're just honest about the thing. Right. And people say they're water under the bridge people, but you can't be water under the bridge in my opinion, unless you've defined the water and you've defined what bridge it's going under. Right. Just to like get over things, you have to talk about it. And so that's kind of been my mantra is no matter how hard it is, like I want to make sure I talk about the thing that's bothering me. And I loved from day one how you said, you know, I optimize for sleep. And, I, and you know, honestly, I didn't get it at first. Um, it sounded more like a, a you know, a catchphrase, but it, you really do. You're like, if I can't sleep at night, I'm going to figure out why. And if I'm sleeping well, then life's good, right? And so we had that day in Florida. You weren't able to sleep. I wasn't able to sleep. And I just was like, hey, are we doing this conversation? You know, and so you said, let's go chat. And we did. And you said, man, I can either choose to trust you or not. And I choose to trust you. And that was the first step in it. And I think, yeah, man, anytime, I mean, that'll be my promise moving forward is I hope I never have to ask a do-over for that. But uh, I like, I get all like the butterflies and tense about things and I don't know how to handle it. And so for me, rather than sit around and feel like my stomach's going to explode, I'd rather just be like, Hey, 
why were you being a dick? And I meant that like <laughs> sincerely, but also like, what, what gives? Like you've been super cool this whole time and everything's been great. And it was the first time that I was like, whoa, who's this guy? And I don't, I don't really like this version of, Cla- of Carl and, you know, but we talked through it and then it made me like that version of Carl even more because I understood. And I think, like you said, there are a few parts of that that were big. If we hadn't have talked about it. Yeah that would have been detrimental, but we were, we were talking about it and it wasn't like to be perfectly clear. It took the entire day with some follow-ups the days after for us to like fully put it like to bed. But I think that first conversation we're like, okay, we're good. And then we did those follow-ups of, are we still good? Or is there anything else? And, and I think that's important of you have the first initial conversation when you get the big thing out of the way, there still could be some small lingering things, right? Absolutely. And and that was a great way when, when we did follow up later in the day and the next day, I always felt like the beginning of the conversation was, is there anything from before? Yeah. You know, did, did anything new strike you? And and I remember the first time, like the first conversation right after that, that production meeting where we were, I mean, we weren't loud. We weren't angry. We were just kind of like, we're sitting here and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And we were talking through it. And then the second conversation, it felt to me like you were able to get your footing a little more. Yeah. And you started, you know, just expressing, hey, by the way, that wasn't cool. You yep. know, it was no longer, why are you doing this? It was like, I didn't like that. And, yep. and you know what? That was great because it allowed you to get more of that just internal pressure. And I have no no doubt that it allowed you to say, yes, I do want to be here. Because let's face facts, you're a talented guy. You know, you, you got all this opportunity. You could roll your own and be really successful. And it's one of those things that I'm never going to, you know, worry about it. If you ever chose to do that, I mean, that would be cool. But yeah. it's important that you have equal footing. I mean, what we're talking about is a partnership here. You are coming into an established brand. And, you know, we have all this history that you understand some of. But that's another one of the things I struggle with is, you're coming in and you have these great ideas and I'm trying not to keep saying every five minutes, Oh, we did that. Oh, we did that. Oh, we did that. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this, you know, and, and showing yeah. you everything. But at the same time, I don't want you to feel like you have to start over, you know, like, like there's nothing. So, so that was one of the things for me that I think was a big wake up call that day was this, this is a, an equal partner. Now, I mean, you know, and, and we don't have to go into all this on the podcast, but it's an equity deal. I mean, yep. you know, you're buying in and uh, at the same time, you're building the company that eventually you will own more of it than I do. Yep. And and that's a huge thing for me as well. And um, I, I had to sit down and I journal a lot. You know, I, I just sit down and, and speed write when I'm confused about something. And, and one of the things I did, and I, I haven't shared this with you, but as I was speed writing, one of the things that came out was it's Ben's company. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> This is currently my company from a legal standpoint, but with everything that I want to do in my life, I need somebody that I can trust and I've got that. And now I need to shift my mindset that I am helping somebody build their company. I am not having somebody come in to run my company. And that yeah. shift was huge for me. And yeah. And, and huge in general. I mean, I think that, that has, and that's, Oh, it takes a while because we talked about that and that was the fear, right? Of when we talked, it was, man, I, I, I've had, everyone has, I mean, I think they're, they're, I think that most of the failed partnerships out there would be because in the beginning something was communicated and then later when it mattered, 
it wasn't followed through on, right? And so, so the fact that you are there is, I don't know, it's just why I think this works and why I think it's rare. I mean, I think it's worth saying that of, I've had partners before, you've had partners before, but, and we're, I, I feel over the honeymoon period, and I think that was, was also crucial about us getting mad at each other was, you've got to see that side of the person that you don't necessarily love, but then you love them more because you've seen that side, you know, it's like, it, cause like you said, you're like, well, you have now officially seen me at my worst. That was probably <laughs> top five worst days of my life. Right. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, which is like awesome because you know, there, there are all sorts of stories of CEOs and partners at companies that when they lose their shit, they, fully like let go and break things and you know I don't just get personal and I love that we didn't get personal we didn't get anything but we got personal from this from this aspect of like I really wanted to know what was going on because it was like you you were wearing it man like it wasn't it wasn't just like you were mad like you were broken from all the things and and that that hurt me more to see than any of just the like why did he come in and shit on my meeting? It was more like, why, <laughs> why is Carl acting or look this way? Why is he so defeated? And you know, you just, I just, I always want to see the people I care about in a good place. And I think we got there. It's critical. And we're, like you said, we're learning, right? I, my history has been an interesting one. Cause I feel like, yeah, I, I, I have a few things that really I think have added to my success of I like solving problems. I like process. I feel like I'm a good giver of advice. Like I will can kind of have discernment and measure and see things. And then I'll look and want to innovate things. And I love that, that we've run into things, you know, topics where, Hey, I want to do it this way. And you're like, well, yeah, man, check this out. It's great to have that history there. It's great that it's already, you've either attempted it before you had thought about it or things have been thought through. And that, that was the huge advantage. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine in Austin when I was down there and we were just chatting and he's like, explain to me like what, like the one thing, right? The one thing why you did this. And it's just, it's, it's because I, I I need someone else like you. I I hate doing things alone in life. And so that's been the great thing about this, I think is being able to talk about it and you go, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, We've not done that. Like I'd love to do it that way. Or man, we had that for so long and it was so good. Like we're taking off Friday, right? I love that it already had a name and it already had a culture. You know, those are the things that add, but it's less because of, you know, an established brand. It's more because you've been, you've been around for that long and you've tried a bunch of stuff. And so it's just exciting. Like I'm just, I'm freaking pumped. This will be a big week, you know, the next week from now until after South by where we get the site up and we fully announce it. And it's the first time I'm going to be out in public telling people what's going on. And I'm just excited to see what happens, man. Cause the little bubbles that have come up from when you've introduced me to a friend or I've introduced you or we've pinged someone with like, Hey, I'm over here now. Like, <laughs> um, I can't wait to actually announce it and see, but engine deserves to live, you know, engine deserves, it's been such a great brand that it's, it's an honor. It's awesome to be a part of it. And it truly feels like I am a part of it now before it was like, I want to tiptoe, but we're doing it now, Carl. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're way into it, and you know that was another thing, Ben. I mean, we're we're going from a do over to a love fest. But one of the things that happened when you were in Dallas, I'm in Jacks, and we're you know we're doing a video chat, and um, you said, "Are we doing this?" <laughs> and and you just called it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what we need. We need somebody who's going to call it. We need somebody who's going to say, are we going to keep talking? Or are we going to do something?'" And then you know what? You showed up here, and we spent three days and. You know, one thing I think it's important for people to realize, it was definitely one of the, the highlights for me was we just divvied up what had to be done 
I have always avoided titles. I have always avoided the concept of, of traditional structure. And when we started doing this, it started falling into those kind of buckets. And one of the things I realized was this is about us. The, the companies that we want to work with, we have to be familiar to them. So they need titles. They need these kind of things. But that doesn't mean that we aren't who we are and we aren't following the passions that we have. And at the end of it, it was very much culture was was on my plate, which I think, and we talked about this, it has to shift to be on our plates because you need to build the culture that, that is going to be you know, the place that you own and, and that you run and culture, you can't really build it. You know, you can only facilitate it and encourage it and all that kind of crap. I'm so tired of that conversation. Um, and, and then, you know, also your health, like making, keeping an eye, somebody's got to keep an eye on Ben and make sure Ben's okay. So, so that was the biggest thing I want to ask the do over for was that day. I not only didn't have your back, I was the one jumping on it. And that is not acceptable no matter what mood I'm in and, and you know, and, and you have kids and I have kids and you know, the one thing we always tell them is, look, you can be in a bad mood, but it's your bad mood. And if you start spreading it around, then it becomes a bigger issue. So it, it talk about it, share what's going on, ask people to listen, even if you don't want help and you just want somebody to understand that you're not feeling good, do that. But don't just come in here and say, why is this light on? You know, it's like, that's, that's just, you can't do that. And, you know, I totally <laughs> did what I told my kids not to. <laughs> I just came in and said, everybody sucks. Bah, 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 bah. Why are we doing this? So, so that, that's my, my do-over request is that, uh, you know, even if I end up in a bad mood again, which I will, I mean, that's the human condition is one of, of cycles. Uh, it's my job to make sure that I don't bleed that all over the place and not only, you know, bring everybody down, but actually prevent you from being able to do your job. So, so that's my do over request, sir. Well, I don't know how to actually grant you the do over that, that might be a problem with the, uh, with the format, the, the, with the format. Uh, I don't have a DeLorean, but I definitely have already forgiven you for it and love you more because of it. And I think my do-over is is the thing I always fall into in in new kind of relationships is the wanting to like you know really prove myself. So my do-over is I need to. I wish I could have done over the way that 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 leading up to that week happened with the communication around the internal project, right? And maybe that's the next podcast is how to like successfully manage an internal project, but not from the like typical. These four things. Treat it like a project. Give it um, a job number. <laughs> <laughs> That'll oh fix everything. <laughs> Make it its own project thing. in base camp. Then it'll have, get done. Have you assigned it a job number yet? No. <laughs> okay. Do that and I guarantee it'll fix it. But no, it's it's always and like I'm focused on writing my talk for South by next week. Mm -hmm. And you know, like one of the sections is just how to be a better person. And I, I feel like I wasn't a, a good person from that aspect if I added to the uh, stress. So I'd like to have a do-over leading up to that weekend where I would have just said, hey, I'm going to work on it, but who knows, man. And it's a priority and we're cranking, but it'll get there when it gets there versus being like, check it at this time and it'll be ready. That was a that was a fail. That was a fail, Carl. So I need a do-over on that. That's my do-over. Do-over granted. Thank you. I'm going to try to make that happen. <laughs> we, well, and that was the thing. It was one of the conversations we had when I was explaining my frustration. And it was around the commitments and that I was trying to set up my life so that I could be in a position to help when that commitment was made. And, you know, the, to me, 
I was fine if it wasn't getting done as long as there was progress because that was something that was needed. And that was the best part. It was like, oh, so yeah, don't do it again. Don't say, hey, this weekend, just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to move forward on these things instead of I'll have this done by this date. And the other thing I think, and, and this is important, is when you first start and you're in that startup mode, you're like, I will be the person who works all the time. And, and even if you want to work all the time, even if you enjoy working all the time, um, and we, we mentioned this with lifestyle companies, it's, it's not your lifestyle. It's the lifestyle of everyone in the company. Yeah, right. And they're all going to be different or else you don't really have a company. You've got some sort of a weird cult, which, you know, we had that too. But uh, for me, it's just that idea that, you know what, I'm going to move forward on these things. This is what I'm working on. And sometimes yeah. there will be real commitments. Like, you know, if, if you've got a client facing commitment, that is not something that can slip. So, so all of that stuff, I think what's going to be interesting, and I mentioned this to you earlier this week, we have you know, all this work that we've done around who Engineworks is, you know, core values is a big part of that. Yep. And now you bring in somebody who's really solid, like yourself, Mr. Jordan, and you realize, well, that person's got their own core values. And we built this based on the core values of, of some people that are here and some people that aren't. And I really love where these values are and that that is part of culture. But you and I have never sat down and gone through them. Like we went through a lot of stuff when we, we spent three days camped out figuring out what can engine be. Yeah. But I never said, well, you know, these are things that we went through that are really important. And they're going to be some things that don't make sense or that aren't quite a fit. And so I think that would actually be a, you know, a great future episode is to just sit down and go through these and figure out, you know, what works and what doesn't work and why, because I mean, you're obviously a, a good dude. I wouldn't have, you know, asked you to come over here and do this, but that doesn't mean that everything I think is right. You're going to think is right. And we even yeah. had some of those conversations when we were first, when we were first talking about this and I was like, okay. So you live in an extremely red state <laughs> and I am a beacon of blue in a fairly red state. And, uh, let's start talking about, do you think Chuck Norris is batshit crazy? Um, so some of those conversations were, uh, they were pretty beautiful as well. And I love the timing of it. It was like, it wasn't planned. It was like, Hey, we need to talk about this. And I'm like, okay, what is it? You're like, where do you stand politically? <laughs> Cause we got to know this. It wasn't that exact question, but yeah, I loved it. it and it is. I mean, I, I think looking at the, you know, what we're saying are kind of the core cultural pieces of engine. I, I think everyone agrees on all of them. I think it's the, the hierarchy that the stack rank, right. Of like what's most important. And I think we should do that live because for me, like you probably already know this and I'll continue to say it. I hate being prescriptive about things. But a company's core values is the only place where I feel really good about saying they're in this order because they're, that is the order in which I'd like to not ever bend over backwards or break, right? It's like if the number one core value is integrity, then we'll let everything else fail before we lose our integrity. Like I like putting them in that order versus like here are the six things that we are. Like I like, I like having that. And I think it'll be fun to talk about that, right? It'll be fun to, to see where we fit on that and then how we communicate that and how it helps people get to know us better and want to work with us. So I think, yeah, we've got a few topics. We might, we might do this podcast after all. Oh, right. It will continue to be awesome. And I guess until, until next time, Carl, until next time, Ben. Bye everybody. No excuses. I just want the truth. 
Sip of the waters. I'm gonna I'm gonna always drink my coffee. Oh my <laughs> right, up, right up against is that do we well, okay, we won't do that as part of our show. <laughs>